0: Hey everyone, I'm back. It's me, Crystal Hart. We are now halfway through Pride season, and I gotta tell you, I'm all the way excited about this project. Thank you so much for listening. The more we work on it, the more I realize that Pride itself, the whole spirit, it's it's something that has to be maintained, you know, in our own hearts, but also as an active practice in our community. There are some people. Some special people who don't seem like they need any help with that, right? They just are like shining beacons of pride. And it's their work that lifts me up. And if you're anything like me, it's lifted you up as well. I think it's super important to listen to those voices now more than ever. With that being said, I'm proud to introduce Cete Bon Ton. Are you alive? Huh? I'm gonna make you say, of course. Can you come to my house tonight? And we can also have headphones, but we want those. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, as long as we see that. Yeah, we, we can, well, we see can make I feel like it needs to... Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think one, two. I think it's both of our voices on both mics. Both mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. My name is Crystal Hart, and I am back with another episode of Queer Focus. Today, I am here with my friend... Anteus, AKA Cite Bon Tomps.
1: That's me. Hi. Hi. How are you, babe? I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. You are returning after a year it's been a whole year
1: it really has i like i i dare say i like i want to go and look at like the post just to see if it's been like and like a whole year you know what i mean like do the day yeah because it feels very like i think we did it right before june last last year yeah i'm like i think
0: i have pictures yeah (laughs) yeah so uh how did the past year treat you
1: um it's been good you know it's it was wild getting kind of like i think i feel like when we were talking last year we were talking about kind of coming out of like kind of the the lockdowns and stuff like that and see like getting back up to speed with like drag and gigs and stuff and it really kind of hit a point where it became a natural you know like it, it like nature is healing kind of mm. version of drag mm-hmm. where it was just like i remember doing fucking uh, or sorry oh, <laughs> I, please, remember, <laughs> I remember doing um June last year, like Pride last year, I was like hustling. Yeah. Like the like literally the thirty on the thirty first. There's thirty one days of June.
0: Um, I think yes. that's right. On 30, the thirty first, uh,
1: I yeah. literally was up for twenty four hours. I like woke up, went to work, went to a gig, Whew. went to another gig, and then went out with friends to like close out. And I literally was up for twenty four hours. <laughs> it was wild, and I never want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, pride is like, um especially for us performers. Probably for everyone um who participates in any. Yeah, ride. it's a, a very clear marker. Of, yes. Of that time. Oh my gosh, yeah. Time and
1: I took off. I think I only did like two two gigs in July because I was like, I need like a proper break. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, proper yeah, break. yeah, yeah. And well, I see- did get. I got a lot of asks too for July, and I was like, y'all are wild. What have you been doing? <laughs> Go to bed. Take a nap. <laughs>
0: Come on, give me a break already. Yes. <laughs> Go to the beach or something. Literally, leave me alone. <laughs> Shouldn't we all
1: be on Fire Island right now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously. Um, between these brides, though, how how was the year for your for your work? How how has um, it changed? Yeah, what? I
1: mean, how has it changed? I feel like so. Last year was very much like I'm doing drag to like make the money like last year i was like very much in drag to be a job you know and this year i've gotten back to like the more creative side of it where i was like okay i can slow it down i can like not do as much because i also have like a really solid um a really solid day job now too so i was like okay i actually have like the space you know i don't i'm not i'm not like super duper hustling to like make ends meet right now so i can actually like creative things with my drag and like use some of this like restful energy to make cool drag so that's where i'm at now i'm making i'm making better choices for me as opposed like better choices for me as a creative as opposed to better choices for me as
0: like a person
1: trapped in capitalism right right <laughs> right I, that's an
0: important point to make i think um perhaps the perception especially with drag performance is that it's fun we always get to do whatever we want we're like you know in control a lot of times so we're making it work yeah exactly Um, you make
1: it work for you however you can and you know it's not bad to be a career drag queen like we both are and it's not bad to have to do it as a job you know it is still your job but it is really nice when you get a chance to like flex the creative muscle and not do, you know, your third Lady Gaga gig in two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm that loud and proud. Um example of like um something that space gives your work.
1: Oh yeah. I mean I that, think that it definitely looks better. Okay <laughs> You know when I have time to get a look together and not like cobbling something together from Amazon last minute. Um, but it's, so that's one way, you know, I get to like use my little design bone a little bit more. Um, but also the the music I cho- choose is better. The like numbers I choose to do are so much more like, I, I like to think of my drag as a little cerebral. So like when I get to do something cerebral and not just like kick, kick, ball change, you know what I mean? Right. Um I I get excited because, you know, the kind of music I like is kind of a slow burn for a lot of people. I mean, that's why my name is Sate Montan. It was a good time after you think about it for a little Uh, bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Origin stories. Um, You know what I mean? I used to be very like that. You know, every number used to be like a kick in the gut, um, which is great. Also kind of exhausting so Mm -hmm. not every number I do I've Mm -hmm. also learned to like give myself a little space not everything I do has to make everybody cry Um, you know what I mean catharsis comes from laughing just as much as it does from crying (laughs) Um, so um, but yeah so I'm you know I'm able to like Lean into those evolutions a little bit more, and so that's definitely it. Makes it, it just make it just makes the whole experience better for everyone, right? Do you know what I right, mean, right? Right, right, right.
0: It's yeah, the, the truth rings exactly, exactly. I love that. It's clear that it takes a lot of work to get to that yeah. place, um, yeah, yeah, in drag or in any art. Honestly, you have to fight for your spot, right? Right, and you first. also have to
1: just spy, fight for your like, you just, yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. like what you're saying, you have to fight for your spot first before you get to like kind of flex that muscle again because you start off you're like you know you're not making much money you don't really like you're not really like fighting anybody except yourself and then you like get a little known and you're like okay well now I have to stay known and you're like punching you're like just doing everything you can to be in everybody's faces and then you finally get to a place where it plateaus and you're like well where the fighting you know feels like it's plateauing right. oh they already know I'm a good performer so I can like do do some other things flourish this a little bit you know
0: Spend some time on the sachet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, that Ronde Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Take a dance class with Miss Jade. Yes, exactly. <laughs> brush your hair before you go out. Right, exactly. Um, listen, I'll brush my wig at some point, okay? <laughs> I love that. Um, maybe you kind of answered this a little bit, but, um, I, you know, as someone that we've been around yeah, yeah. each other's drag for a long time mm-hmm. and you've done drag in many more cities than I have in different contexts. Couple. You know, yeah, like yeah. like why, why keep doing it if it's so hard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, well, what makes you keep putting it on?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, drag has always kind of been the, be- the end-all, be-all for me. You know what I mean? Not that I don't, uh I, I obviously have other mediums. I think all performers kind of have other mediums. Some people are dancers, some people are photographers, some people are graphic designers. You know what I mean? Like they have a lot they're putting a lot into the drag bucket just because it's all it's very all encompassing a lot of the times. And so I I did musical theater for a while, I was an actor for a while, I still I would still act, I would still do musical theater. Um, but drag was always like a really exciting You know, I started... I I remember the thought even when I was, like, 18 when I started drag. I was, like, the thought was, like, there's... In especially in Florida, where I'm from, it was like the roles that I want don't exist in Florida theater. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, right. So I'm gonna make my own roles in drag, and so I was. So that was like kind of my push: is that I want to keep flexing this actor muscle without having to work so hard to fit into this like weird narrative that Florida has. Which shout out to Florida, you're terrible, DeSantis. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> Um, agreed <laughs> you know um but so I'm not gonna work so hard to do that I'm just gonna make my own space and I did I found that and more through drag and so I you know I owe a lot to drag and so in one it's respect to drag as just an art form to keep doing it but also in respect to me and the the little you know teenager I was working on my gender working on myself you know in these creative ways it just it opens so much up for me that i i keep putting it on because it's like one of the places one i know i'm really fucking good at it and two (laughs) i'm you know i'm still you know i'm still in some ways you're fostering i'm fostering my inner teenager you know what i mean to be like hey you like you matter so much to me i owe it to you to keep doing what we said we would do you know
0: that's fucking rad honestly (laughs) and i think like um when you experience a drag show, like that's my hope for everyone is that they get to uh, be in that space a little bit yeah, uh, for their, their inner child, their, their true self, you know? Totally. Yes. Um, That's so cool. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) A plus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's like expand it out though, um, yeah. Because uh, we're a community group here, at Collective Focus, mm-hmm. and I think you are a very community rooted artist. So I I'm curious, about- like, what communities do
1: you identify with? Yeah, I mean, drag community, obviously. Um, trans community for sure. You know, like uh, the uh, these are broad. This is like broad. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll bring it more singular. I'll bring it more singular. But answer if um, you see fit. Uh, but yeah, drag, trans, black. You know, queer, extremely queer, queer. Beyond queer, <laughs> um, queer exalted, exactly, exactly, queer exalted. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I am putting that in my background. Um, uh, so yeah, those are those are my biggest. I think my biggest uh, communities, like as far as that goes. I am just gonna press this. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, like more singularly, you know, I belong to Brooklyn drag. I really feel like I found my like true like my heels in as it were my little pleaser heels into the (laughs) ground here um even though i owe a lot to tampa you know tampa drag as well um we're not gonna talk about Orlando Drag. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no but it's they're I mean method. they're one wonder- they're wonderful. Um I have i found okay. I found a lot of good people through Orlando Drag, but I definitely it's was an important center of drag, exactly. too. Like for real. I mean like come come on. I was I recently drag. got to see I recently got to see um Sassy Divine. Mm. Um she's, <laughs> she is she it's it's oh, so was, funny. This was,
0: uh... Uh, Detox. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We were yeah, there. Yeah, wow. Like, yeah, it was so, it's so wild because I was so for a really long time. My sister was going to going to college in um, Orlando, and I was still living in Tampa because I was in high school, and that's where I was going to high school. And I so I would always end up going. Like in my senior year, I always went back and forth because i was a big race chaser when i was younger oh, okay, okay okay um so i would go to the tampa shows and then on the weekend i would go to orlando to see them in orlando and this is how i got to know a bunch of the girls like they knew me by my name right um right. and right. Um, you were in there. i was in, like swimwear bitch <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and you know i like so i had the absolute pleasure of Seeing Sasha Colby for a really long time. She was mm. a resident there. Sassy Divine, um, Giselle, Barbie Royale, ah, uh, and um, who else? Oh, and even Sonique was resident for a while. Oh, Sonique wow. was okay. a resident yes. there for a while. And so I was like, you know, I got some of the best of the best as far as it, as far as like my my um, blueprint for what drag yeah, looked yeah, like, you right? Were, you were Oh my so God, like Darcelle Stevens. Darcelle Stevens. Um, gave me one of my first like um fucking um atmosphere gigs at Parliament House. Yo, okay, I guess okay, I, I guess I do. Yeah. I know atmosphere. I was the grinch. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway so i guess i do owe quite a bit to orlando not yeah, for nothing but like you yeah, yeah, yeah. Had,
0: like a cool kind of rich start there. yeah i but, did i did but here you really like, yeah here is where i yeah the, exactly the in the community, uh, um yeah you know, to your own
1: it's also it, it was also like by the time i was leaving orlando i was having a really rough time so that's why sometimes when i look back i have to like remember that there was like a lot of good but i also was like experiencing mm. a lot other things. There was a lot of other things happening at the same yeah. time. You know what I mean. And I think I guess. So I guess I take back my. We don't have to talk about Orlando Drag because we did just for we did like ten bit. minutes. We did yeah. a little
0: bit. <laughs> just okay. We can expand it back out. Yeah, there. yeah. Like, um, of those communities you mentioned, there are uh, quite a few. Like yeah, why, yeah. And you did mention Brooklyn specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like, wh- why do they fit in Brooklyn? Like, what makes yeah. them Brooklyn and what makes you Brooklyn?
1: Well, I think. One, so this is like twofold. I think what makes me Brooklyn is like the kind of drag I do, I can do pretty much everywhere in Brooklyn. Whereas, and I think this is another reason why I have to like, you know, I give props to Orlando just as a mecca of drag, but like didn't feel, you know what I mean? So part of it is because the kind of drag I do doesn't fit into some of what Orlando drag ends up, you know, kind of, um, what's the word? putting out as, like, you know, top. You know, I I will never be a sassy divine, you know what I mean, even though I, like, cherish that kind of drag.
0: Sure.
1: Um, I will never be a Giselle Barbie, even though, again, I cherish that type of drag. And also, these are trans women that are, like, have been doing it for so long yeah. and, like, have made such a different Incredible kind... Incredible, professional... Exactly. Different pioneers. kind yeah. of drag that, like, is so specific to those beautiful beautiful pageant queens you know what i mean they they made a huge impact on me but also i have gone so far left (laughs) from what that looks like you know what i mean um and i do think sometimes that's like sometimes the difference where some genres happen you know what i mean like you have like french revolutionary art and then you have you know modern art from Mm -hmm. like the middle of Germany, you know what I mean? Like you just look at these regions, yeah, and they have different art. They have different art forms. Yeah, and revolutions
0: like, kind of take exactly. place where where they need to exactly by whom they need to exactly.
1: And I think Brooklyn has fit for me because one, as a trans man, being a drag queen is like very it it blows people's minds still to this day, which I think is wild to me. Because it's like, how does that, like, not fit for you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you can watch a man do drag, why can't you watch a man do drag? You know what I mean? Um, And um, But I also, like, started as a drag king because I, for a really long time, didn't even think that I could be a drag queen as a trans man, you know? And that was, that definitely was a little bit of a mindset that was given to me by the type of drag that i was seeing in florida right um because it does sometimes end up being kind of binary um and i you know it's not that it's not that i wouldn't be accepted there but it's definitely not like a
0: mindset they're like pushing to expand right right, you know what i mean (laughs) and and, um uh, yeah Sometimes you, you wanna find um people you, Yeah, exactly. Who more you don't like have you. Yeah,
1: exactly. You just don't have to you don't have to push so hard. Um and definitely when I moved here, I just didn't have to push so yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. People were already like, Okay, so <laughs> are you good at it though? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, Yes, yes, thank you for asking. Yes, and yes, and <laughs> yes, and
0: Let um me yeah, show yeah, you, and exactly. thank you for the Exactly, exactly. Um, so that was very much that. I tend to agree that um Brooklyn Drag is incredibly inclusive. Yeah. So I think that's just like a, a important in part to send home to our, our listeners. it's like even in the drag world we can leave each other out yeah you know? yeah and, um something that's particularly cool about the
1: brooklyn scene yeah. is, is that everybody, really has, everybody has everybody has a niche everyone. there's mm-hmm. like truly neat there's like there are niches that people can like fill out and grow into you know and really spread their wings in here and that was really important to me as a trans performer and a black performer so.
0: I love that for you. Community. Why don't we take a little break? Okay, cool. And then I'll come back and we'll play a little game. I love that. Let's do it. All right, great. (laughs) Happy Pride. Happy (laughs) Pride!
1: Hola, me llamo Michelle. Hi, my name is Michelle. And today's episode on Queer Focus is brought to you by me. My brand's name is Suse Arte. It's all about wearing what makes you feel good, made with intention, just for you. Envision anything that you wear. Earrings, shirts, pants, necklaces, gloves, scarves, headwear, even costumes. We make it come true, and it's a local business run by my mother and I, where we make wearable art by repurposing materials to make a sustainable fashion. Support us by purchasing materials in Brooklyn pop ups, or if you have your own vision, please inquire us. We have limitless creativity. Hope to hear from you soon. Now, back to the podcast. Enjoy! There we are.
0: There we are. There it goes. (laughs) those little bumpity bumps. Yeah, they, they're getting it. They're picking it up.
1: Um, are you a basketball fan? <laughs> I used to play basketball. I played basketball um, all through elementary and middle school. My dad was my basketball coach. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> People got so annoyed because obviously that's, it's nepotism.
0: <laughs> also, though, that's just like such a male a bas- experience that I, I was, totally didn't
1: have. Yeah, those ba- was like basketball nepotism. Or, you know... <laughs> I was a Nepo. I was a Nepo.
0: Yeah, I was a Nepo. I was a Nepo baby for (laughs) recreational basketball. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sports. Um, Everybody's talking about it. I think it's like the playoffs or the the, the, those things. (laughs) I used to be obsessed
1: with the Lakers. I don't even know why. Good colors. I like those. They were good colors. Um, I used
0: to be obsessed. I remember doing a book report on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh my In like gosh. middle school, I don't know why. What that was your me. vibe? I like read a whole book about it. It was like yeah. an adult level book. I like, you know.
1: I mean, why um, not? I don't know. If you had the knowledge, why not do it?
0: I also used to love to like send away for autographs. And oh, I, I did that all the time. Oh my god, I was just. I remember no like I, had Michael shit. I was
1: just. Um, I was just thinking about this. I sent four different letters to four different addresses for Madonna. <laughs> okay, okay. Same for Cher. <laughs> Um, two different addresses for Tori Amos. I did get one back for Tor- from Tori Amos. <laughs> Tori okay. pulled through. I sent... I, well, I... Th- so it was her parents' house. And uh, uh, and her parents, like, they're like, Mr. and Mrs. she can't, Amos. right, she could, literally the letter back was like, oh, my dear, we can't read all the letters, and Tori can't read all the letters, but here's a nice little picture, and uh, thank you so much for writing this, you know, Tori, Tori loves you, and we love you, da-da-da, it was so, it was oh the most wholesome, it was the most wholesome thing I could have ever received back to this day. Big, big, big fan of Tori Amos. That
0: um is an incredibly gay uh primary to share. That's yeah, really nice. It's super homosexual. Um, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, <laughs> you know, all those other celebrities need to hear that. Are you visiting Lana Del Rey? Right, yeah. We want little sweet notes.
1: We want sweet notes. Even if even if it's just like a printed one, just like a yeah. heartfelt. Like, I can't read everything, Mm -hmm. but here's this for you. I put
0: put that Michael Jordan picture, like, in a folder and, like, you know. Right. I still have the little. walked around the house with it. I don't know what I did, but.
1: For anybody who, like, is a big fan of Tori Amos, it was during the abnormally attracted to sin era so it was this gorgeous photo of her like with like she had like a letter opener in her hand she looks so hot Mm. um (laughs) Mm. so if anybody if anybody knows that picture me and you if you know you know comment below (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh my gosh Um, I just feel the need to share that I have been to the Lilith Fair that's my gay body right? oh
1: my god so, like, have Tori you Tori was
0: not the one that I went to yeah yeah but yeah. I was there I was there it's true that's, that's amazing like, that's like you know I would have definitely I don't have Tori picture from to parents <laughs> but I did go to a Lilith Fair if
1: I was if I I feel like if I had been born even like three years earlier I would have been like I, I would have been living a very different life I feel like I unfortunately would have been like, but for, like I would have had a woman with a Y phase if I had been mm. if I had born like a little bit earlier. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I would have grown out of it, but it would have taken. A second.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was born at a particularly weird time too, because of like internet. It was like yeah, yeah not just not growing getting up into with the... it, but like you know, coming of age with it. Was yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Like, weird, especially like yeah, I'm the th- I... things you have access to as a little right. young queer. Um. Anyway, we're going to do a little thing. Okay. It's called Rapid Fire. Love it. Try not to think too much. We just want to know random trivia about you because I'm a Gemini and this is what I do. I love that for you.
1: Oh, happy Gemini season. Oh, thank you. Gemini season, pride season. All at the same time. Yeah, yeah,
0: I got to say. Thank you for that. (laughs) Um, Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Start your actions. Ew, I hate that I said that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, name a fictional character that you have a crush on. Lilith from uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Ooh, you're into that shit. So hot. <laughs> um, summer baby or winter baby? Winter. Mm. <laughs> what was your first pet's name? Uh, oh my god, what was it? Ginger? Oh
1: yeah. Wait, what was it? Uh, Yorkie. It
0: was Ginger and Buff. They were they were from the same litter. Yeah. <laughs> they sound like. Um, they were um, so cute, a Brooklyn drag duo. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, name something horribly embarrassing to you that happened on stage. On stage?
1: Yeah. Oh my god! There's so many I can't even choose. Or, or a
0: funny one? Or, or a
1: funny one? Or something? I mean, the thing is, okay, so after my act at um, I, <laughs> a Lady Gaga show <laughs> um, at Come On Everybody, <laughs> and the room was so thick that, like, when they close those doors, that shit is wet. Because yeah, it, yeah. it because everybody's breathing and sweating and it's gross and, and the Brooklyn fans go just as hard as the Brooklyn exactly so everybody's, exactly yeah. everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. losing their minds. It's so wet. We're doing the second show. I so I get off stage. I'm walking really carefully because I know this wooden plank, that wooden like uh like ramp is sweaty. You know what I mean. The wood <laughs> yes, is yes. sweaty, and I'm in my pleasers. I eat shit immediately. I. <laughs> I like foot fully like almost into a split. I had I like hitch kicked it out, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I was like, "I'm fine." Somebody get a fucking rug for this <laughs> okay. fucking weird ass shit. This ramp is not okay. <laughs> exactly, this ramp is trying to kill me.
0: <laughs> there are some incredibly homophobic uh, stairways and pathways. Oh my in god, Brooklyn! <laughs> um, what was the biggest tip or the best tip you've ever received? <laughs>
1: Okay, the best tip I have ever received. My first drag performance, my dad stood up and gave me a twenty. Um, cool. It was very cute. That was cool. that, that will honestly always be really top for me. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, um, who's your favorite DJ? Oh my god! Uh, like in the Brooklyn scene. Yeah. Um oh, that's so hard. Okay, I have a top three. Okay. Hard fair. Candy, Lady Simon, Ten Yards.
0: Get to their shows, everybody. What's your favorite anime?
1: Uh, Magic of Madoka.
0: My Melody or Kuromi. Kuromi, Better color palette. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> uh, name something that you love to eat.
1: Um, bread. <laughs> Boom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, do you like ice cream?
1: Um, I used to. I think it's one of those things where your taste buds turn over. Because as a kid, I was obsessed. And now I only eat sorbet.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So, your favorite ice cream is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going exactly. to the beach this summer?
1: Absolutely. Already been.
0: Boom! Yeah. Your, where, where do you have a go to?
1: Um. Now it's Rockaways because super easy. I live off the A. I
0: love Rockaways. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Easy, and there's food there already, so you don't even yeah. have to pack as much. And it's like it's like far enough, like just, just far enough. Quiet. Yeah, I yeah. The um.
1: They have reclaimed another part of the beach at Reese, so I'm curious to see how many people will abide to that. To see like another queer part away from the RIP that big building, the abandoned yeah, building.
0: Talk about community. That would that shook that was, a lot of people uh, up. I was really thing. sad.
1: Really sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But you know, I hope. I hope that we do reclaim another part of the beach.
0: I hope we reclaim all the beaches. Yeah.
1: I hope it's all it's all gay by what, twenty twenty six.
0: Um thanks so much for doing this. Um it's <laughs> yeah. really great. Um I'm just really grateful to have your influence in the community period and Thank you. It's that you been just fine. be gracious enough to spend your time with us. That's That's
1: great. Really cool. No, it's great. I love hanging out. I love chatting. We have a great time.
0: Yeah, yeah. thanks. thanks. <laughs> me feel good. So let's uh close it on out. I think, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. We're cute. Gonna, um, just wrap it up the same way with uh, all of our our pride guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just want to know first off like what are you working on? What should we be looking out for? Yeah.
1: Um so my 10 year drag anniversary is this year. I started in what? June of I guess it was t- 2013. It's 2022, right? 2013. Yeah. Um and so I um, have my 10 year drag anniversary. It's going to be a, at Come on everybody. Um shout out to Come on everybody for literally being the house for like basically anyone who puts on shows, they've done at least one show there, and Eric is such a gem and a treasure. Um, but, 10 year anniversary, June 8th, it's a um, fundraiser for Trans Law Center. We'll have vendors, we'll have drag, we'll have go-go, it'll be so fun. Look at you bringing
0: everybody in the dang community Yeah,
1: your, your birthday. 100%. If, well, I, I'll be there. I felt like the only way to do something that was just so so celebrating yourself so much, so hard during pride month was to make it a fundraiser. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be like an asshole. <laughs> um, but also, you know, there's so much like terrible trans legislation passing in so many states. Yeah. I just feel like something like Trans Law Center needs to be lifted up so much because there's going to be so much litigation that happens in the next few years to keep trans people safe to keep um, uh, you know and you know the most
0: really the whole queer umbrella because right. of what they represent
1: exactly the law, yeah. exactly and it's literally and it's kind of you know it's all of this as much as people are like it's a drag ban, it's honestly a trans ban because what do you mm-hmm. how do you define drag if it's dressing as the opposite gender of when you what you were born at whatever the fuck it's going to it has to be it, it's definitely targeting especially trans women Mm -hmm. and especially trans women of color you know what i mean they're that's who they're looking at that's who they're looking for and um you know we need to continue to protect them um and you know it's not just trans women it's also trans men and you know i definitely i can't go home my family's in florida i can't go home right now there's so many travel advisories for black people, for trans people going there. I can't go home. And that's really terrifying to be like, if I get caught in the in the quote-unquote wrong bathroom in the, like, Orlando airport, I could go to jail for a year. What the fuck is that, dude? That's wild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what do you define as drag also? You know what I mean? They'll slap me with that one, too, because... I wear fucking jeans and a t-shirt like how do you like wh- what does that mean to you and i definitely as someone who's medically transitioning you know it's very clear that i don't have a uh, chest but you know other parts of me are other parts of me are androgynous so it's just it's very difficult but anyway we're lifting up trans law center june 8th um and then at the end of the month we're going to have a party that's called uh off kilter um And the theme this, this month is queer rest. Um, so everybody's doing a pajama party numbers. June? Yeah. We're going to take a rest? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're doing a pajama party. It's going to be really cute. reminder. That's so cool. Exactly. So, you know, I'm really trying to impart, I'm like, help the trans people and let the queer people sleep. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's my
0: vibe this June. Um. You heard it here first, folks. Black trans folks. Yes. advocating for our whole community. Always. It is pride, so... Yeah. Tell me something that you're proud of for yourself.
1: Um, I'm really proud of 10 years.
0: Yeah. I didn't...
1: I honestly did not think I would make it to 10 years. And I was like, how do I keep doing drag? Like, how do I keep being part of this when it just feels like a fucking hit in the gut every time? Right. You know, somebody, like, either denies my identity, misgenders me, all of these things. Um and um working so hard and you know i had a i had a lot of community in orlando but i found you know i finally truly found my people in brooklyn so 10 years is a big milestone for me
0: incredible yeah for you too so cool um and last but not least Mm -hmm. is there anyone you would like to honor or shout out to this pride season
1: um all the trans women who are doing drag and continuing to do that work in places where it's just like real hard right now. Absolutely. Um, and big shout out to just us queer people for continuing to look at the adversity that we are given and handed and saying, well, I guess it's just another thing we got to work through and pushing through it. You know what I mean? So shout out to all of you and shout out to all of you listening to this and, um, you know, we do it in the name of Marsha P. and Sylvia Rivera.
0: That's it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy Pride. And Happy we can't Pride. Wait to have you back here. <laughs> <laughs> Queer Focus is a podcast recorded at the Collective Focus studio. Our special guest this week is Sate Bonton. It is engineered by Tsunami. And I am Crystal Hart.